I've had a lot of experience when it comes to the paranormal. Let me tell you about an encounter I had a few years ago. I used to work at this small grocery store in my hometown. I started out as a cashier, but within six months, I was promoted to store manager. As the manager, there were a lot of responsibilities I had to attend to, but I rose to the challenge and did my job the best I could. Sometimes when I was having a bad day, things wouldn't be perfect, but that's just how it goes. Anyways, over time I grew to love the store I worked in, and I was very fond of my co-workers and my regular customers. There was one downside to working there. Something that I did not enjoy about that place was the thing that haunted the building. When I would first get there in the morning, there would only be a total of four employees in the store, each of them doing their own things to get ready for the day. I would sometimes hear the freezer doors slamming shut by themselves, and whenever I would go to check, no one would be there. But this was nothing compared to what I felt in the electrical room. I did not like that room. In fact, I hated it. I dreaded whenever my routine would take me near the electrical room. It was located at the back of the store, in the same hallway where the back office and restrooms were. Whenever I would walk past it, it felt like a pair of eyes were watching me from the other side. One time I was cleaning the restrooms across the hall. I had the door propped open and I heard someone calling my name. It didn't sound like any of the other employees that were there at the time and it sent chills down my back. I knew that the source of the haunting voice was coming from the electrical room. Every day I had to go into that room to turn on the store lights in the mornings and shut them off at night, which was nerve-wracking on its own. I would always prop open the door so I could leave as soon as possible. But one morning, something happened. I propped open the door like I usually do, but after I made my way across the room and turned on the lights, somehow the door slammed shut trapping me inside. I stood there in the darkness, panicking and breathing heavily as I fumbled to turn on my phone's flashlight. Imagine being stuck in the most haunted area of the building, in complete darkness, with nothing but a phone flashlight to guide you. I was making my way back through the room toward the exit, when something grabbed me from behind, slamming me against the wall. I was terrified. It could have been a real-life intruder for all I knew. I screamed and ran back toward the exit door and pounded on it until one of the other employees opened it for me. My co-workers checked the room again, but no one, living or dead, was found. I then went into the back office and watched back the security footage from the camera that overlooked that hallway, and what I saw shocked me. The prop on the door was kicked up by absolutely no one, and the door slammed shut on its own. I don't have all the answers, but I think at some point in the past, something awful happened in that room that has left behind a very dark energy, and it still lingers there to this day. My name is Angelica, 
This happened in 2014, when I was 22 years old. I was working as a supervisor at a hotel, and I got off work late one night at around 2am. I get into my car and take the usual way home, down a dark, quiet back road that led all the way back to my place. Nothing out of the ordinary happened until I spotted a pale figure walking in the distance. As I got closer, it appeared to be a woman walking alongside the road, dressed in all white. She stood out like a sore thumb. Upon seeing the woman, I felt shivers crawling down my back. Given the circumstances, alone on a dark road, seeing the strange woman walking all by herself, I was starting to feel a bit creeped out. I hadn't seen her face at this point, but as I approached, I got a better look at her since she was walking right beside the driver's window. She had long, black, messy hair obscuring most of her face, and her nails were noticeably long, like she hadn't clipped them in years. She also appeared to be barefoot. It was then that I suddenly realized just how tall this woman was. She had to be at least six feet tall. I was creeped out before, but now I was absolutely terrified. I floored it, but the second I passed her, my worst fears came to life as the woman began running right beside my window. My heart was racing, and I turned my head to face the entity. I was met by a lacerated, bloody face staring back at me with a smile so disturbing it caused goose flesh to break out in both of my arms. I pressed down on the accelerator, but the terrifying woman kept pace with my car, never leaving the window. The fear became so overwhelming that I broke into hysterical laughter. My mind couldn't process what was happening. I had to get it the hell away from me before I went completely insane. I started praying out loud and trying my best not to pay attention to the hideosity in my peripheral vision. I didn't want to see her, and I had a feeling that if I gave in and looked, my car would be driven right off the road. Eventually, the woman vanished from view. I then looked into my rearview mirror to see her pale figure, just standing in the middle of the road, watching me until I was out of sight. I reached my home a short time later, sobbing and running into my boyfriend's arms. I told him everything. Instead of judging or dismissing me, he told me that he had once taken that same back road home one night and also saw a tall, pale woman walking alongside the road. But for whatever reason, she didn't chase after him. I would like to say that the only good thing that came out of this was my then-boyfriend is now my husband and we both talk about this incident from time to time. In a way, it brings us closer together. I still have no idea who or what that woman is. All I know is that I'm extremely lucky to have escaped her clutches. I want to share a story from my childhood. I've never been sensitive to the paranormal, but there was one encounter I've had in my life that has made quite an impact on me. I'm originally from a small town in northern New Hampshire, a stone's throw away from the Canadian border. 
After my grandmother passed away in 1996, we moved into her house across town. I've never met my grandmother because of the complicated relationship between her and my father. I'll get more into that later. The house was an old two-story that resembled a Victorian home. However, it had this strange appearance. It was like two houses were built very close to each other, and it was decided at some point that they should just become one unit. Many of the bedrooms on the second level had a severely slanted ceiling from the awkward architecture. I remembered calling them pizza slices. The master bedroom was located downstairs. That's where my parents stayed. I was told that I had to choose one of the upstairs bedrooms, and as I mentioned before, most of them looked like pizza slices. But there was one on the opposite side of the hallway that was normal looking, so I decided to move into that one. Things were uneventful for the first two months, but all that would change one night. I remembered that it was storming outside, and I was having trouble falling asleep. I kept feeling this itchy sensation on the back of my head, and my throat felt like it was on fire. At first, I thought it was coming down with an infection. I was about to get up and grab a drink of water when I saw someone standing in the doorway. It was a middle-aged man staring daggers at me. I had no idea who he was. I thought someone had broken into the house. I tried to scream, but the feeling in my throat made it impossible. The stranger glared at me before he turned around. The lightning outside my window then lit up the bedroom. What I saw in the flash absolutely terrified me. The back of the man's head was missing. All that was there was a massive hole in his brain with bits of flesh hanging from it. I was maybe seven years old at the time. I had never been exposed to what the inside of a man's skull looked like. The man disappeared and I got up and ran out of the bedroom, rushing into my parents' room and waking them up. After my mom calmed me down, I told her what I saw, standing in my doorway. I remembered my mother and father exchanging worried looks, but not saying anything about it. They didn't even try to convince me that I was just having a nightmare. They told me that I could sleep in their room for the rest of the night. The next day, my dad moved all of my stuff into one of the other bedrooms. I remember standing in the hallway, watching him hammering boards over my old bedroom door. When I asked him why, this is what he said. Son, I'm going to tell you the truth, and you're going to have to be a man and deal with it. Your grandfather was an evil, cruel bastard who hated life so much that he ended it. That's who you saw last night, and I think he chose this room to do it in so it's not a good idea for you or anyone else to go in here anymore. And that was that. I stayed in one of the pizza slice rooms until I left for college in 2009. Years later, I discovered that my grandfather was an abusive alcoholic who eventually cleaned his mouth out with a double-barrel shotgun. My father explained to me that when he was growing up, my grandmother refused to do anything about my grandfather's abusive behavior, and when I say abusive, I'm suggesting that there was more than just physical assaults happening. My grandmother even blamed my father for his suicide, which explains why the relationship between my grandmother and my father was so estranged. It was a really fucked up situation. My father was no longer living there when it happened, so he wasn't sure which room he chose to do it in, 
After what I saw that night, that was all the confirmation he needed. I was wondering why he would ever move back there. Apparently, there were some financial hardships going on in our family that basically forced us to move into that house after my grandmother passed away. Otherwise, my dad would have never even thought about it. My parents eventually moved out of that place shortly after I left for college. My dad sold off that property to a developer under the condition that they would demolish that house. I believe that they have built a hotel in its place. Looking back, I do appreciate my dad telling me the truth from the very beginning. Knowing who it was I saw that night was somehow able to help me deal with it better. I guess it just made sense to a seven-year-old me. After that room was boarded up, I never saw the ghost of my grandfather ever again. And with that house now completely destroyed, I hope he's in hell, where he belongs. There's always a reason to be afraid.